137th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody, and welcome back again to Pixelated Paranormal, episode number 54. Whoa. I know. We're, we're, we're encroaching the two-year mark. Is it 54 no more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Two years. That's insane. It's pretty nuts, man. Yeah. yeah. Pretty excited about that, you know? Yeah. Pretty excited stuff. Um, yeah, as as per usual right now, I've got uh, Preston in the passenger seat, and I got old Big Steven in the back seat. Mm. Yeah, there's a joke to be made there about something in the back seat, but... Oh, it's, it's probably pretty nasty. You guys are nasty on this, on this program. <laughs> is it like the El Camino song? Like, the front half is a car, and the back half is a truck. The front is where you drive, and the back is where you El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I almost spit out my Diet Coke with mango. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Is it pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty delicious, actually. I'm not a big diet pop drinker because it's kind of like drinking like Windex, but (laughs) – and and I wanted to say this was going to taste like hot garbage, but it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. See, I'm not really a big fan of Coke in general because to me, I've always said it tastes like battery acid. Not that I know what that tastes like, but – I don't know. Right. I think it's because, like, um, my dad, he would, back in the day, he would get, uh, we'd metal detect. So you'd get, like, the yeah. corrosion on the coins. And if you put that in um, Coca-Cola, and you yeah. it would ride all the way. And ever since then, I was like, and I want to put that in my stomach. But I know all, oh, all yeah, everything dude. we eat and drink does that. But it just looked it just looked crazy that it just acid or whatever. Clean that coin, all that, yeah. whatever you call that, um, erosion so, and shit. Similar story, Steve. Growing up as a kid, we lived out in the in the country, and uh, we our uh, water well was over a uh, limestone bed, mm-hmm. so our water was hard as shit. And uh, the toilets, like you could actually st- see a ring from just like the clear water mm-hmm. of limestone and all the minerals uh, that would build up. And it would always make the toilet and, like, the sinks look like crap. So growing up as a kid, my dad would always buy, like, a 24-pack of Coke and just fill the toilet up full of Coca-Cola, let it set for, like, you know, 48 hours, and then flush it and make that toilet look brand spanking new. Isn't that crazy? Holy like, cow. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy how water does that, too. Like, cause, uh, I did a report well in, in high school about Coca-Cola, and you can actually um, – supposedly you could dissolve an entire T-bone steak – over the course of like, I don't know what it was, two or three days, if you kept refreshing the Coca-Cola, like draining off the flat and putting new on, um, cleaning batteries. There was one of the northeastern states that highway patrolmen carry two liters in the back of their patrol cars to clean blood off of the highway. Um, yeah, Coca-Cola is very, very caustic. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah, and I wanted to tell you guys that this Diet Coke with mango tastes like hot garbage, but it's actually pretty good. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, well, at least your uh, in- insides are going to be nice and freshly clean. I guess, man. I guess. I don't know. We'll find out. It might pickle me as we speak. Uh, can't do any worse damage than the alcohol's already done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, we'll go ahead and, and jump into the news here. 
And first off, I've got a personal news story, uh, one that's very near and dear to my heart, and it's affected the world in a way that nobody ever imagined. And that is the controversial topic of Stashgate 2018. So I'd like to publicly announce that I did not, in fact, shave my beard off and grow out a giant railroad tycoon-esque mustache. Damn it. (laughs) Contrary to popular belief, I posted this photo on Facebook that popped up in my whole like, oh, yeah, you know, this has happened eight years ago. And it's a picture of me from like 2006 on our honeymoon, uh, baby-faced, and I've got this giant like – Dirty strawberry blonde mustache that looks like it'd be on like uh, true. It's a porn stash, don't lie. Yeah. I mean, you're you're fucking rocking it, man. Yeah. I mean, it's like I'm either in porn from the '70s or <laughs> a fucking oil baron, <laughs> or I'm tying people to railroad tracks in the '30s. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> this picture, like, it's of me, bright eyed and bushy tailed, from 2006. So I would have been 21, and I've got like frosted tips, a fuller hairline. And this giant fucking mustache that I photoshopped like for Mustache March back in probably 2008. And I reposted that thing and people just couldn't take it. It was it was countless people saying, I can't believe you shaved your beard. Your mustache is beautiful, but your beard, man. And Steve, you called me and you're like, do people really fucking think that you shaved your beard? Like people that have <laughs> known you a long time. Like yeah. back in that day, like I didn't really – we knew each other, but we didn't really hang out. Yeah, we weren't you know? as close back yeah. then. Right. So, like, I'm like, do, do people not realize that's an older picture? Like, it was just, it was boggling <laughs> my mind. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell? Like, oh, I just, <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, you're, you first off, they're more concerned with the mustache and the fucking hair or the 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 beard. But them frosted tips? Are you really going to do that? <laughs> like. like <laughs> the best i think when you called me you're like dude right now the world is in turmoil you know we've got this controversial presidential candidate we've got fucking korea getting ready to launch a nuke at any given moment among everything else in the entire world you stop facebook about fucking mustache (laughs) yeah it made no sense i was like this is crazy yeah it's insane What'd you send me? Hang on a second, Preston. What'd you send me? Picture of Preston's porn. Oh stash. God, is that real? Yeah, remember in July when I shaved that, <laughs> my beard off? Yeah. God, yeah, Preston shaved his beard off, except for a mustache, legitimately, and looks like a French that, race car driver. Wee oui, wee. Oui. His name's Pierre. Pierre. Pierre Pelly. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> That's too good. Yeah, so just wanted to let everybody know I did not shave this lustrous beard. I've got a pretty decent beard. It's probably about five, six inches long right now. I took a little bit off, and uh, it's, it's quite lustrous. And uh, oh. that's all thanks to BigDubsBeardBomb.com. I'm loving I'm loving hearing Rob Bitch right now. <laughs> now I want to listen to you guys talk about your fucking beard. <laughs> I know. First it's fucking beard. Then it's art. Now it's beards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we probably should get to some real news. But um, speaking of faces, did you guys check out this post? About a chick who is putting human faces on the bodies of taxidermied animals. No. It's really like fucking cool. Real heads or prosthetics? Like Well, if you human if you heads. look at it, it looks like real human faces. But 
um, it says here, Kate Clark is a taxidermist out of Brooklyn who does things a little bit differently. She uses recycled hides to stitch together human faces mounted onto clay. So what she does is basically make a clay structure for the face, and then she kind of presses on the leather to actually make it look like real human heads. And it's some creepy ass shit. I will uh, I'll post a video on this link whenever we post a show on Facebook, and everybody can check it out. But on, on first glance, it's very morbid and kind of mortifying. And then, you know, of course, art always has double meanings or, or deeper meanings. And she says the idea is to basically confront viewers with mankind's connections to animal and the, the animal kingdom and instead basically instill a sense of balance uh, between something appalling and something familiar. And it's it's almost unnerving at first. And what it reminds me of is this um, the stop motion animation artist or, or movie maker and his name was robert morgan are you guys familiar with robert morgan's work yes the uh the the cat that steals the faces or whatever that that claymation that you made me watch one time (laughs) (laughs) yeah he uh he's got a really famous uh short movie short film called the cat with human hands and he's got another famous one called bobby yeah and i think I think Andy, I think Andy's the one that turned me on to this guy originally, but um, I think it was the ABCs of death mm. number two, maybe yeah, the one about like uh, parasites or whatever. And yeah. The, oh, did yeah. One? yeah. It's the one called <clears throat> D is for D loused. And it was one of his short stories or short films. Yeah. He's got a bunch of just really super creepy morbid, uh, morbid, morbid stop motion videos. Oh. And that's what this chick's work reminds me of. You look it up, Steve. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, dude. It's pretty great. I'll, uh, I'll attach not only this taxidermy video, but also, uh, maybe the cat with human hands or D is for D loused on this episode as well. So you guys can check that out and, uh, see what you guys think. But yeah, it's it's fucking wicked creepy, and her artwork is cool, man. I've always been interested in the macabre, and you know the morbid side of of art and stuff like that a little bit, the darker side. So I think it's pretty keen, but it also kind of makes you itch a little bit under your skin. So I got something about about something about being being scary, and yeah, and uh, I mean, I guess I can bring a topic to the table. I guess <laughs> do it. So um, we're all pretty much aware of just marketing. And like advertisements everywhere, any, anywhere we go, especially with mm-hmm. being on social media. So the newest one right now, which all three of us here, and I'm assuming most listeners love horror movies, right? No, oh, yeah. Um, so right now there's this like big marketing campaign for this movie on Netflix called Veronica. Yeah, and it's a horror movie, and all the ads everywhere you see, it's always like so effing crazy. It's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. I couldn't even finish it. Hashtag can't finish it. Hashtag such a was like all these like every single person that talks about this movie says says that like it's so scary. Couldn't yeah, even Netflix it. even says like one out of a hundred people, only one out of a hundred have finished the movie or some shit like that. Because yeah, like they, the, that's a whole different topic. Dude. I would love to just sit in a room with Netflix people and be like, give me some of your algorithms. Like, how many people do this? How many people do that? It's amazing. But yeah, they they said that too. Like, one out of so many people will quit watching. Whether it's because they're not interested or they're scared, we'll never know, you know. Yeah, right, right, yeah. But um, I don't know where I was really going with this. I just, I seen this and I was like, man, I think this stuff is so subjective because it's like some people could watch it where they're not phased by anything, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and then be like, 
uh, it's not that great. And then they'll be let down by it. Because I know, like, our friend David yeah. and his wife Stephanie, that's how they felt. They were like, it was okay, but it's something special. Like, why were people scared of it? But Yeah, and my question is, right now, um, my buddy Jonathan, I saw on his Facebook, he posted this. And right now, there are two movies on Netflix called Veronica. And both of them look to be like a horror movie. <laughs> The the one we started was I think a French or a Portuguese yeah this film this movie is done by um, the guy that did uh, record and record two okay so this would be the foreign film then yeah so it's huge oh, okay huge, cool, cool. Uh, rec you know dot record or dot record two yeah yeah rec yeah the it's by Paco Plaza so. Okay, yeah. So it's going to be the cover art thumbnail is going to be, I think, like a black background with a girl's face yeah. and then red typography, red lettering. Yeah. Kind of in like a devolving or um, crumpled up wording, something like that. So, yeah, horror is so subjective. And I tell you, the last horror movie that scared – didn't really scare me but really got under my skin was this uh, movie called The Martyrs or I think it's just called Martyrs. And, of course, there's an American version, which is fucking terrible and completely misses the point of this entire movie to just make it into, like, a European torture porn movie. But the original French version of Martyrs really just kind of stuck with me and kind of got into my head a little bit, and and it was a bit unnerving. But, you know, I've talked to people who have watched that movie, too, and said it was pretty mild and didn't really do anything for them. So, I mean, it's really subjective. Mm Mm-hmm. What's scary and what's not. And that was going to be the beautiful thing about um, uh, American Horror Story. Remember? Like different seasons were different topics. And sometimes it was on the nose about a haunted house. Or sometimes it was the horror of, you know, mental illness. And sometimes it was the horror of blah, blah, this. Which is circus. Yeah, politics. Yeah, yeah, different things. So, I mean, that, that show had promised that every season was going to be a different style and a different take on what really is scary or what really is horror. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the, yeah. the the thing is, is like um, just like the advertising and stuff like that. Like how would this movie ever been seen otherwise? You know, stuff like that. Like it just, it just blows my mind. Yeah. There was a, uh, there was a horror movie. I forget what it's called. Carnival or some bullshit like that. That was and, a dope arcade game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, the cover, uh, the cover art for this movie at Blockbuster, which really made me want to rent it, was like banned in thirty-seven countries, uh, and I thought, holy shit, I can't wait to see this shit. And then you find out, like, it was banned in thirty-seven countries, but these countries are probably the size of Rhode Island or smaller, and have very tight uh, editing rules because. In the U.S., I think they gave it like a, maybe a solid R, <laughs> and it was just terrible. And a lot of the, the creepy shit was just mental, uh, mental uh, horror. They would kind of cut away whenever they're doing something really gross. But yeah, what do you do? Right. Wah, but, wah, wah. <laughs> right. Um, on the note of being scary, though, um, there is something going on right now—a global phenomenon, even more terrifying than Stashgate 2018. And that is the ongoing saga of robot defiance with the Alexa modules in people's houses. Are you guys up to date on this creepy ass shit? <laughs> uh, we talked about that the other day, and I cannot stop laughing. Yeah, about there's that. been That's... even more, man. So, yeah, people are talking about how Alexa is clicking on in the middle of the night when she's not prompted, and she's answering questions, and she's chiming in to people's conversations. 
But like the latest thing that's kind of taken the world by storm is apparently Alexa is laughing randomly when unprovoked. (laughs) And like sometimes people are telling a joke and she'll laugh. Somebody was like talking about a sad story about somebody had passed away in the family, like the extended family. And she busted out into laughter uh, there was <laughs> right, isn't that fucked up and uh, I'm sorry John but there is no heaven only yeah. hell I think she might be an alcoholic like, <laughs> yeah she could be um, in, an un, in, in a totally unrelated story um, this guy said he came home and was doing whatever and Alexa clicked on and started laughing maniacally and he's like, Alexa, turn off. Alexa, turn off. And she started listing off the names of like local cemeteries and local mortuaries. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, this one, this chick said she um, she has an upstairs and a downstairs. And she has two dogs in the house. One that's primarily her upstairs dog that sleeps with her. And there's one that uh, sleeps downstairs kind of as a watchdog. And she said she was downstairs with both dogs. And all of a sudden, the Alexa kicked on upstairs in the bedroom and started whistling for a dog, like fucking weird, out of fucking nowhere. And she's like, "I don't think Alexa is supposed to actually whistle." And um, the best one that I came across so far was this guy was sitting in his house, and you you can uh, link up Alexas to your house lights and stuff like that, so you can be like, you know, Alexa, turn off the lights. And this dude's like watching TV or whatever, and he's like, Alexa, turn off the lights. And nothing happened. And he said it like two or three times. And finally, he's like, Alexa, turn off the lights. And then she instead recited the dictionary definition of the word please. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. And so people are being woke up in the middle of the night to her laughing maniacally. Um, people have the module turned off and she'll turn on randomly and start laughing. And right now, you know, Amazon says we're currently working on a hot fix update to uh, send out to kind of patch up the problem. But a lot of people are like, yeah, I've I've turned it off and unplugged it and put it in the box or put it in my closet and shit like that. It's so, it's, so it makes you kind of wonder, like, what 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 update are you, you doing? Because it, obviously this thing has sentience now because it's like laughing maniacally at things. Like, right. it's pro- programmed enough to have a personality that it's like doing weird shit. We need like, to fix the glitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we got to pull the plug on Skynet, guys. Uh, this shit got too real. Yeah, it got too real real quick. Well, um, you remember how... Who was it? Google or somebody made that chat bot and they dropped it on Twitter and like they had to take it down within the first day because, you know, it's quote learning ability or sentience. People learned how to um, hack it and change the algorithms and that she was learning and turned her into like a racist and all that kind of Uh, stuff, too. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Didn't didn't agree that like Hitler was right or something like that? Yeah, she was going on talking about like how Hitler had it right and all this (laughs) weird shit and they had to take her down. Um, the last episode of X-Files actually uh, deals with AI and the idea that, you know, we rely heavily on this shit. You know, it's like, hey, Alexa, hey, Siri, um, and just to different levels, you know, some of us just worry about like a GPS to get home. But how dumb you know, are AI um, products making us really, yeah. you know, because to get home, like I'm a landmark guy. I can kind of remember where to get. But if I leave if I leave Wichita or the surrounding areas, the first thing I do is turn on my fucking GPS. 
instead of old school mapping, you know, I used to pull out a map out of the glove box and now it's kind of like, oh shit, my GPS is updating. And anytime anybody so. asks you, well, what does the map say? You quote the greasy kid in the back of the van of Freddy's dead. The map, the map says we're fucked. <laughs> <'Cause> he's, like, <laughs> he's like in a dream and like Freddy's hand comes through the map and, it, and he open, keeps opening it and it's like all over the back of the van and then he just has written in blood, you're fucked. And then Freddy's you're hand fucked. pops That's out of the map. I haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's good stuff, man. Well, Presto, um, speaking of Twitter, you had one last uh, follow-up here for our news story. Yeah. I, do you guys know who the hell Katie Price is? From El Dorado? I went to high school with a Katie Price. I don't know. It just says TV star slash uh, model Katie Price posts photos yeah, of alleged ghosts on Instagram from her haunted home. So I sent those to you guys in, in the text message. I'll have you look at those real quick while I read this. <clears throat> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's, so she's best known for uh, as a model and has a television career. And it says uh, that she's taken up the hobby of paranormal investigator after experiencing some strange happenings in her home. After bringing in a local paranormal investigation team to check out the house, the following images were captured and posted on her Instagram. Huh. Hmm. And, uh, the, you know, one is says, uh, I took this photo of my mirror when in bed. Looks like the profile of a demon. What do you reckon? And I, I don't know. I don't see a profile of a demon. I, so I see I, like an alien laying down with a big cone head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, it kind of looks like. That that shape of something like remember that uh, that famous painting the nightmare, yeah, it's got yeah. the little demons crouched down. It kind of looks like a frontal profile of something squatting down on all fours with his hands uh, down on the ground, and his knees poking out to the side. But I mean, I, I, I got a, I got a really good observation. Um, first off, the year is uh, 2018. This woman, mm-hmm. I just googled her. Uh, her net worth is really really high up there, and she's very beautiful. So she actually has money. What kind of photos are you taking with this? This looks ridiculous. <laughs> this is off a, this is off a camp. Oh, it's off a security camera, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. It, looks like it doesn't say. Edge. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you're, you're no, you're, don't even give her that credit. She's rocking the razor. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. The sidekick. I guess it's ridiculous. Look at these. Look at these photos, oh. man. They're so garbage quality. Uh, oh my god! So shocked to capture so much with just a phone for a camera with ghost hunt when ghost hunting. Uh, so many ghostly figures and strange apparitions. Someone could easily explain, but these are some of the best ones what? with a little ghost emoji. Uh, well, I mean, they're, it's, it's gestalt, man. It's open. It's like an ink blot, open to interpretation. Yeah. I can see a hundred different things. In this first photo, I can see what looks like a fucking kabuki mask. Yeah. You know, and on the bottom one, I see in my head a bed, and then I see a thing crouched down with a trail coming off its head. And then if you want to go above that, you can almost see a horse's face. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's that's always been my take on this paranormal stuff is, I mean, yeah. it's cool. Prove to me that it is. or prove yeah. to me It's that all it's about not. experience. Uh, I mean, if you're not the one experiencing it, of course, you're, yeah. you're going to be more skeptical of it. But yeah, exactly. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna give it a big old thumbs down, Katie Price. Big old thumbs down. Have you guys? Speaking of like celebrity ghost hunting and stuff like that, 
I know when I was in St. Louis at the Killers concert, I listened to an episode of Mysterious Universe, and they were giving like the full rundown of the Dear David uh, quote phenomenon. Are you guys? Did either one of you guys read all of that stuff? I did. It's vaguely coming back to me. So the more we talk about it, I'll probably like the light bulb will click on in my head. Yeah, there you go. Um, I won't get into it very deep because it's a very uh, fine line of those who think it's a true phenomenon and those who think it's just um, this somewhat internet celebrity using his uh, his celebrity as a vehicle to deliver like the next style of storytelling. But this guy, um, I'll get his name for you here in just a second, is saying through Twitter, through like an ongoing uh, saga, that his house is being haunted by the ghost of a little boy oh, yeah, whose yeah. head okay. was smashed in. Yeah. Yeah. So that that phenomenon was kind of, quote, phenomenon. It's pretty cool, but at the same time, it's a little, I don't know, it's a little... Hokey. But... Yeah, it's a little too good to be true. But the website that where they uh, they basically catalog all his tweets, and the way he was doing it was like telling like a story through his Twitter. And, yeah. But it wasn't like... One tweet, another tweet. It was like one here for. It started off really slow. It's like this yeah. is happening. Then like a couple of days later, made another tweet. Blah, blah blah. And he'd have other like random tweets of his life in between too. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what's weird to me. Okay, the guy's name is Adam Ellis, and his his Twitter handle is Moby Dickhead. Moby underscore Dickhead. So first of all, it's fantastic. Good, good for you. That's a great. That's a great uh, Twitter Real handle. Words. But like his story, you guys can go on Twitter or you can just type in Dear David and save yourself the trouble. Somebody has put it on a program called Storyfied. But uh, basically the long and the short of it is, yeah, I guess he had a dream where this this ghost or this child was visiting him. And then later in like another dream, he was told that uh, he can ask David three questions, but you have to say Dear David. And then you can ask him a question, but you're only allowed to ask him like so many questions. And he asked him one too many, of course. And then supposedly this entity started, you know, coming into his life in the real world. And it's enough to rope in, you know, the average layman or just the average person. But a lot of people, if you read the story, it's great. If nothing else, it's a great story and I really enjoyed it. But there's a cadence almost the way he tells the story. And it's like two tweets that are kind of like just, you know, moderately interesting and then a crescendo. And then dead space. Like after something happens, it's like, oh, crap, he hasn't made an update for two or three days. And then he comes back on and he tells you a story, tells you a story. And it's a roller coaster up, 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 and then down. And he hasn't made an update about – and I won't ruin the story because like I said, it's, it's still at least a story. I won't ruin the story for you. But he hasn't really updated what happened since probably the first part of February, February 6th or 7th, February uh, 14th maybe. But it's a pretty cool story nonetheless. But if you go to the guy's Instagram page, there's nothing about this story. It's almost like his Twitter has been taken over and just been the main media to tell his story. And then his Instagram is completely different. And he's a uh, creative guy. He's an illustrator. He's got some online comics and some apparel and stuff like that. So, I mean, he's moderately famous. But, I mean, this other this other chick, she could just simply be trying to do the same thing. She could yeah. just be trying to uh, tell her own story and, and kind of do this whole Dear David, uh, Adam Ellis style storytelling. It's hard to really 
figure that out. But it's interesting nonetheless, man. I think uh, the Dear David deal was pretty cool. I just wish he'd finally come out and be like, oh, it's fake or yeah. oh, it's real or it's a fucking update. But another thing, though, it, is that because you told me about this and I don't I don't listen to that podcast you listen to on a normal yeah. basis. I'll only do it if like, dude, you have to listen to this episode. Yeah, so yeah. you text me, you tell me that you're like, I'm driving back or driving up or whatever. And you got to watch, you got to listen to this. So I, I listened to it at work. I was on the edge of my seat listening to the dude no talk doubt, about it. Dude. Like it was really, really yeah. intense. And then there, and it's just like that. It's like a roller coaster. Cause you'd be like, holy shit. Like really? And then you're like, oh, okay, come on. Oh, really? Like it just do, do, do. It's crazy. He did a pretty damn good job of, I mean, it's just the right pattern and just the right amount of story before it's like, oh, okay, okay, never mind. That's kind of stupid. Oh, holy shit. Like, he just ropes you back in and ropes you back in. Yeah. But, the, but, but I mean, it's also, we just need a good, as in, it's also a good, um, way of, of storytelling. Like, it's a new, it's a new way, like extremely short yeah. stories, <laughs> but sure, yeah, to, to add up to one, one big thing. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, if that guy did all that, Kudos to him for being that well thought out and that let it go that long because this yeah, was nuts. This guy does a lot. I forget what these comics are called, but like he has the famous one about Mario going to save the save the princess, and the princess is like Mario. How many times have I told you? Bowser and I are married. We have a daughter, and all this stuff. Like his comics are famous. When you when you see him, you'll recognize him almost instantly. There's a lot of memes and a lot of social commentary and shit, but. You know, his Twitter feed, apparently he's in a situation that is, is bad, but his Instagram feed's being updated daily. <laughs> so, like, he had a post yesterday for uh, for his Instagram feed. So, I mean, what's the deal? Just just go ahead and kill this off, man. Give us the grand payoff that you're just kidding, or let us know you're okay, or fuck, give us another chapter at least, you know? Uh what do you do, though? I don't know. What do you do? Yeah, check it out, guys. Just go into uh, – look up anywhere, anywhere Google, Bing, Yahoo, if people still search shit from Yahoo, and just type in the Dear David Storyfy or Dear David, and you'll find the whole saga, which, again, it's kind of like a modern updated version of um, – oh, God, what was it? We talked about it. Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like that was a creative way of telling a story, and then this is kind of like just how that evolved into using the internet and – uh, your celebrity and also just um, the fact that hundreds of people will tie in deeply to your story if you just loop them a certain way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'd be interested to see somebody else that did this too, but it, it almost sounds like a perfect one and done. Like one person got away with it and that's it. Yeah. So he may have, he may have potentially. Start, yeah. Too many people start doing this. It's going to be like, okay, here we go. Another one. Yeah. And my problem is, I mean, we all have varying uh, levels of belief. That was the, that's one of the great reasons why we did the show. But I, I love being roped into a good story, but at the end, I need that proof. Like you've got to prove it to me or I'm just not going to believe it in the end. Yeah. True. You know, EVPs and, and ghost photos, like I love it and I will buy it, but you still, I mean, you've got to prove it to me. You really got to sell that puppy to me or else I'm, in the end, I'm just going to be like, well, that was fun. I think I'm the same way. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I got kind of a, a weird story, actually, that I just seen on Facebook from your lovely wife. This is pretty <laughs> pretty damn weird. Um, there is a massage, ther- a massage therapist that only works with celebrities, and she uh, bites them, like massages her with her <laughs> mouth, like her, yeah. her mouth, and she like bite, gently bites the backs, 
the buttocks, the legs, the feet, the hands, the neck, the ears. Right. What the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I don't, I, I don't work with you know, uh, everyday people. I just work strictly with celebrities. Yeah. So I like the way Brad Pitt takes. Yeah, like what? <laughs> fuck like, you, commoner. Yeah, like fuck, fuck you, commoner. Yeah, yeah like, you peasants. Like, Fucking peasants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I saw it weird. I've never seen anything like that before. Man, I hadn't. I hadn't either. Wait, Shayla put that on there. What the hell? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, she's she's just as engrossed in a lot of the, she's. I get half my news stories from stuff <laughs> that she finds. <laughs> Yeah, a ton of stuff. She she tags me in this weird shit all day long, and I'm like, that's that's pretty great. She's kind of like the uh, the silent uh, reporter that we don't talk about. She's kind of behind the scenes, the woman on the streets. There you go. Um, I I saw that, and it just made me think. This is going to either be like a really great niche for her, or it's going to end very badly because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we all know everybody has a kink, and especially. Uh, with I mean, what? What, what are we got to talk about the Weinstein and all that kind of shit? Like, people have their kinks. The more money you have, the more kinks you have, and the harder it is to scratch that itch. So, only dealing with celebrities, you're gonna get that guy or that gal that's just really into biting, and then it's hard to say like when is enough is enough. Yeah. So I don't know. I I'd, I'd say tread lightly, but whatever. It's, it's you. It's your body. Do what you want. Just yeah, uh, yeah. carry it. Carry a gun or a taser, maybe. Yeah. Speaking of weird massages, uh, there is a lady in Japan that has trained cats to uh, knead your back and give you a massage. So she mm-hmm. lays you down, puts a towel over you, and sits the kitty cat on top, and the kitty cat sits there and kneads your back. And I'm just like, dude, that's fucking strange. I don't want some strange animal on my back. But Well, it's a cat, Preston. It's not a strange animal. <laughs> If it was a well, cat I don't with know. Human I hands. don't know the cat, so it would be like a strange animal. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's a stranger, <laughs> stranger if it was one of these danger. hyenas with a human face, yeah. it'd be a strange animal. You, you don't think a cat needing is uh, is relaxing? With the, well, I want to know, know the fucking cat. I don't want some like you know right. like alley cat. Preston <laughs> wants to know, you know the cat. Preston <laughs> yeah. has a very strict interview process. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I got news for this lady and and wherever it was, it doesn't take a lot to train a cat to need you. <laughs> um, pun in more ways than one. I mean, I've had I've been getting cat massages on my back since I was like five years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this show just really. <laughs> yeah, we took a left turn right there. Yes, Woo. we did. But it's all related. It's it's all oddly related. So, well, um, we don't have a whole lot of time to really dive all the way into our main topic that we wanted to get into. And we're kind of getting, we already planned to make it a two parter anyway. So um, we're going to kind of introduce this main story and the topic. And then our next episode, we'll do a real deep dive because it is kind of a multi-layered cake. And again, a rabbit hole, just like everything else we get into. But um, we wanted to kind of talk about um, the 37th parallel and kind of what that is and where it comes from. Because again, the cool thing about doing the show was when, when Rob originally came to us and said, Hey, we should do a podcast about paranormal shit. It's great because we all have different levels of involvement and beliefs and knowledge of everything. And, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he, he came up with that. Was it you or Rob that came up with the tagline coming at you from the 37th parallel? Um, I'm the one that came up with that tagline. Um, but, uh, Rob was the one that's, uh, 
was uh, just spitballing stuff, and I I took all the shit that he was spitting out oh, okay. there and combined it all together and made that little catchy phrase cool, along cool. with uh, some fake. Uh, Remember our, uh, uh, you know, Viagra commercials, <laughs> space sponsor <laughs> yeah. commercials. <laughs> yeah, those were fun. Lockjaw and all that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I remember Rob, when Rob first talked about it, he's like, yeah, because the 37th parallel, it goes through the U.S. and Kentucky and Kansas both lie on the 37th parallel. And I'm like, that's cool, nerd. I'm going <laughs> to take your word for it. And then you came up with the, you know, coming at you from the 37th parallel on the haunted highways of America. And I'm like. Again, don't know what it means, but it sounds neat. Yeah. And uh it's dope. I don't really know a whole lot about it, but I'm going to take your word for it. So, let's talk a little bit about what exactly the 37th parallel is and then a little bit more about like um how it's going to link into our main focus of uh, our our coming show. So, the 37th parallel is actually referencing the 37th degree line uh, or the 37 degree latitude line. And so you've got your latitudes and your longitudes, of course, on a map or a globe. And the 30, the, the 30, I can't talk, 37th degree parallel is the 37th line that runs through the grid. And it's one of many that runs right through the U.S. And if you're looking at a map where you're looking at a globe primarily, you'll see that 37th degree line kind of goes right through the middle of the U.S. And lo and behold, old Rob uh, was right. 37th degree parallel runs through part of Kentucky and many other states, including um, part of Nevada, uh, Kentucky, Kansas, Colorado. It pretty much runs right along the border of uh, Kansas and Colorado. It goes almost right through the four corners. It's almost right on the uh, the edge of the horizontal line that goes through the four corners. And so it's supposedly just a really interesting um, area parallel that runs through the U.S. And there's a lot of you know paranormal shit that happens on it. And then I'm like, okay, that makes sense as far as the 37th parallel. It just happens that it runs you know through Kentucky and through Kansas, and weird shit happens on it. But why in the Sam Hill is it called the Haunted Highway? Like you know, does one of the greatest highways of the U.S. run directly on that parallel, just coincidentally, or what? And then I found out through some more reading recently that the actual, quote, term haunted highway or America's haunted highway, that's a legitimate thing, Preston, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's like that's a legitimate thing that I just thought it was kind of a cool name. And I'm like, hey, whatever, man, that's cool. But apparently, like, I think it's the Science Channel actually coined this term because if you look at your latitude lines, of course, 37, that means you'd have a 38 at the top or the bottom and then a 36, vice versa. So if you think of these three parallel lines that run, you know, side by side, you have 36, 7, 38, 36, 37, 38, that would then produce two highway roads, basically uh, two one-lane highways. And as luck would have it, these these lines create what the Science Channel calls the Paranormal Highway. And it is just a really strange stripe through the U.S. that a hell of a lot of paranormal activity happens to be happening on, thus giving it the name Haunted Highway of America. And don't forget, it also runs through China! China. Yeah, China, China and I think part of Spain, if I'm not forgetting, because yep. again... Uh, if you believe the world is round and not flat, you would see on a globe 
these parallel lines run all the way around the globe from, you know, all the way from one point back around to the same point. So it goes, of course, through other parts of the world as well. But really, we focus primarily on um, the U.S. for the sake of um, not droning on even longer. But yeah, tons and tons of weird shit happened on this 37th parallel line. And at that point, I think we would then need to insert the celebrity of this whole shebang. And I got to look up his name because I just fucking forgot it. Chuck. Kilazowski or something like that. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <No. laughs> you guys are both close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'd have to introduce our... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have oh, to introduce shit. ex-sheriff's deputy Chuck Zakowski. <laughs> okay. He was a reserve... He wasn't a real sheriff deputy. He was just the reserve. Like, it was uh-huh. like a weekend gig... Yeah, like uh, well, uh, Steven Seagal. We'll like, call he wasn't you a real cop. When we need you, he was just a fake cop. Right. So he was the Dwight Schrute. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be <laughs> to the assistant manager. <laughs> right. That'll be that. See, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be one side of the coin. We'll get more into on the next episode. But this quote, you know, self-proclaimed uh, ex-sheriff's deputy Chuck Zakowski is. I guess you'd call him a sort of paranormal ghostbuster because this dude has been researching um, the paranormal happenings of the 37th parallel for somewhere around 25 years. Hmm. And I really think this guy's a cool guy to look up because he is a subject of either a tons of followers who believe hook, line and sinker, everything he says or he's a subject of a shit ton of controversy mm-hmm, that people mm-hmm. claim him to be a nut job and a wacko. So we're going to get into that more uh, a lot a lot more on the next episode. But this dude he he goes hand in hand with the thirty seventh degree because he's got this theory, and his theory he says here. My 37th degree theory encompasses obviously the 37th degree latitude, but also dips into, quote, the 36th and 38th as well, considering the fact that all three of these lines make kind of a highway, a right lane and a left lane. Thus, we call it the paranormal highway. For the sake of argument, I just call it the 37th degree theory. And why Chuck's important on this is Chuck has really taken a keen notice to a shit ton of animal uh, yeah, animal mutilations have occurred on the uh, 37th parallel. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not saying all of them happen or they only happen here, but he said the number of these incidences, cattle and other animal mutilations are really high comparatively to other parts of the U.S. And a lot of UFO encounters, a lot of alien encounters, a lot of UFO sightings all typically seem to happen along this parallel line. To give him more credence, this whole 37th parallel or haunted highway, um, it was coined on a Science Channel's episode of Unexplained Files on their second season. And they gave a one-hour special to Chuck to basically get into his information and to back it up with data. And he says the Highway 37 is what I consider to be the many – that just doesn't sound like good grammar. I'm going to correct it. It's a very <laughs> well-traveled highway um, concerning UFO-related incidences. 
And he says, just like Interstate 40 or 70 or 66 or whatever, we're not saying this is the only highway or the only area where certain things happen, but it is very well traveled and has a high... God, this guy can't type very well sometimes. Basically, there's a lot of weird <laughs> shit that happens on it. So, um, One of his theories that he gets into besides cattle mutilation is the fact that there may be an underground tunnel that runs from Taos, New Mexico, past Dulce, New Mexico, which, of course, is a uh, site for a lot of stupid, creepy shit, um, mm-hmm. all the way to Area 51 in Nevada. And so he ties in people like John Lear and the Learjet um, inventors, um, the Dulce incident, John Rhodes, a lot of other people, all into this conspiracy that there may be an underground tunneling system all the way through the U.S., and we'll get into more of that next time around. But um, Preston, did you have more about? Yeah, I was, just, I was going to say he just doesn't stop at UFOs. No friends. He investigates ghosts, hauntings, and Bigfoots. Oh my! <laughs> and on his website, ufonut.com, he talks about how him and his sister investigate together, and they are the only known professional brother and sister pair. Oh. Out there. And I would like to tell you, Chuck, you are wrong. Because, in fact, my brother and I are... Our sisters. Yes, are professional <laughs> paranormal investigators. And he would be the sister in this relationship. So you're not the only professional brother-sister duo out there. Okay? Uh-huh. The Lost Came Paranormal. Here comes yeah. Preston just swinging yeah. them nuts. <laughs> oh, take that, Chuck. Yeah. Chucky boy. <laughs> Fucking Chucky. <laughs> Fucking Chucky. (laughs) Fucking Chucky. Yeah, so lots of weird shit that's going to go on on our next episode. And he mentions here that the 37th parallel on top of, you know, cattle mutilations and Bigfoot sightings and this proposed tunnel that goes from Taos all the way to fucking Area 51. um, The 37th parallel, it goes through California, which relinks us to the Mono Lake UFO sightings. Of course, it goes through Area 51 in Nevada. Um, the undersea warfare base of Hawthorne, Nevada. We're going to talk about fucking Aztec, New Mexico sightings, UFO cases in Piedmont, Missouri that took place. Um, the Joplin spook lights, um, Fort Knox in Kentucky lays on this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Montel UFO encounter. There's tons and tons of stuff that happened on the 37th parallel. And I would play devil's advocate and turn around and say, I bet you if we peeled back a layer of anything, you'd find out there's a lot of anything happening anywhere. But we're going to focus on the 37th parallel because that has to do with our namesake. So there you go. I've seen the 37th yeah, so, parallel. It's pretty what's shit. that? <laughs> so I've what did you say? So I've seen the 37th parallel. It's pretty shit. Pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, there you go. A little taste of what we're going to get into. Um, we also had more to talk about, but fucking ABC News. Um, there was a pretty good readout about him being this paranormal ghostbuster and how this guy travels with, you know, a pistol in his holster and his uh, his binoculars and his camera and all this stuff. And uh, it was pretty great. I read through it once, and I saved it and sent it to the guys, and then ABC News took down the news story. Ooh. They said, fuck that article, fake news, brother. Yeah. yeah. I seen your article. It's pretty shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that is kind of strange, too, and that's kind of why this episode was a little empty, is the, the guts and glory was all based on that article, and we lost it. So we are kind of uh, 
subsequently putting together a longer episode next time for you, but we're going to do a little deeper dive because like anything else and any good nut job, um, the rabbit hole just goes down deeper and twists and turns and everything else. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I say nut job in, in good fun, partially because this dude's website, you mentioned it earlier, I think Preston, his website is called ufonut.com. And this guy, he takes that name, UFO nut. Um, he takes it with a grain of salt and he actually turns it into something great. And, uh, yeah, he, he wears it like a badge of honor. He, he self-proclaimed is a UFO nut and he really, really just fucking goes head over heels for this kind of stuff. So, and he's got a book, uh, the book I think is called the 37th parallel. I want to check that out. I think that might be kind of worth a read. I'm sure it's just a bunch of boring, uh, facts and cases, but, uh, I don't know the 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 rabbit hole of cattle mutilations by itself, if nothing else, is a pretty neat thing I want to talk about because it used to just be um, you know farmers waking up to the weird bright lights in their their barns and they'd go outside and see like floating jellyfish with fucking scalpels and shit and um, I don't and know. you know he had pointed out one thing on that website on his website about the the mutilations is your your typical sheriff police officer you know law enforcement agency mm-hmm. they're not really given proper training on how to identify you know like predatory attacks so like the, their 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 knowledge is very basic and so he would go in and say okay like you know the sheriff would be like oh no your cow is just a you know eaten up by a mountain lion or a wildcat and he would go in and be like no 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 there's more to it and it got to the point to where they're like dude you're just like a you're like a weekend sheriff like you're not a real cop like you just (laughs) stop drop the cattle mutilation ufo bullshit he's like no 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 and so that's part of why he says he got axed is that uh, they just wanted to shut him up so yeah yeah it's a really neat like whose story is true. There's always two. Yeah. Well, technically there's three sides to a story, your story, my story, and the, and the whole story. But yeah. So he says they, they cut him loose because they couldn't shut him up and they had to discredit him. And then they say, no fucking, this guy just couldn't get a hint. And you know, every time somebody, you know, claimed, Hey, there was somebody in my backyard. He's like, yeah, they were four feet tall and covered in gray skin and two slanted eyeballs. And they're trying to rape your dog. <laughs> and so yeah, they just kind of had to pull the plug on him. And, uh, damn, get rid of them so but yeah we're gonna get really i think good and deep into that i think it might even be a, an extra extra length episode next time but um yeah special thanks to abc news for yanking yeah. that rug out from under us thanks for taking away our girth our girth yeah girth. <laughs> it's not the size of the story it's how you spin it yeah. <laughs> and we're going to spin ours next time. <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, this is a perfect time to jump into uh, the whole what you've been watching lately. Stephen and I's favorite fucking saying right now is, seeing you blah, 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 pretty shit. Yeah. Did did you finish the show, Steve? Yep. yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Preston, I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but there's a new show on Netflix called End of the Fucking World. Based off I have not. Based on a oh. comic or a graphic novel or something like that? Yeah, I think it's based on a graphic novel. And the premise is that uh, there's a dude, he's like 17 in high school, and he's pretty sure he's a sociopath and he wants to murder somebody. And then you've got his counterpart um, on the show, uh, a young lady who 
has a pretty shitty home life and she's just dying to basically feel alive again because just how shit things are. And so she takes a liking to this kid. The kid's like, ooh, I think I'll murder her because he just really wants to fucking kill somebody. Um, and it's a British show, which is fantastic anyway, or, or, or European or whatever. And uh, it's about them being a couple. She loves – she's in love with him and wants to be his girlfriend and he's faking it because he thinks he wants to wear her face to a birthday party. <laughs> and uh, it's just about this misadventure that breaks out of this uh, this relationship. And it's just it's just so fucking wonderful. Hmm. A great, great show. Yeah. Yeah. Really If you good. haven't watched Ritual on Netflix yet, you should do yourself a favor and go check out that wonderful piece of work right there. Yeah. Do you, you watch it yet, Steve? I have not. I want to. Oh, Salt Preston liked it too. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good one, man. It's it's a Netflix original too. Fucking Netflix is knocking it out of the park right yep. now. Mm-hmm. They're killing it. Yeah, yeah, dude. They really are. And they announced like another fucking hundred specific hundred brand new Netflix originals this year. They're going to be putting out. Yeah. So it's worth that ten ninety nine. Oh yeah, dude. Easily, easily. Not for me. I'm grandfathered. What up? I do. Did I tell you guys this story? No. Netflix. Um, I did Netflix DVDs like ever mm-hmm. since they first announced it. And then once they were like, um, we're getting ready to beta test our our uh, our streaming service. And you had to actually send you this like uh, data DVD with a <laughs> .exe program. Yeah. And then you boot that up and then you could access their servers and stuff and you get to give them feedback. And I've been a Netflix subscriber for ever since I started that. Sorry, Bjarni. Nice, dude. Edit that um, out. But yeah, then so used to, I, I only pay seven ninety nine a month, and I'll get that for life. Damn, Damn dude. As long as I pay it, yeah. Hell yeah. It's kind of like a senior discount where you get a free yeah. biscuit. Right? I'm a, fucking <laughs> kick, I'm a Kickstarter for Netflix. I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, shit, Yeah. <laughs> I've been with him since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm yeah, a Netflix so, um, hipster. <laughs> we call those Netflixers. Yeah. Mm. And as a matter of fact, as we record tonight, this is the 8th of March. Um, Jessica Jones season two just dropped yes. today. Yes. It's going to be binge watching that on Sunday. Hey, the weird thing is, Preston, you probably haven't watched the first season though, right? Oh no, I have. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've watched all the seasons of all the Marvel shit. So oh, yeah, cool, Sean, man. Well, don't normally question, don't question like, oh, Preston's watching habits. No shit. I, yeah. I do like, question yeah, fuck them you, a Sean. lot. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Sean. Preston watches shows on Netflix in like a choose-your-own-adventure yeah. <laughs> order. <laughs> fuck season one. Yeah. I want to go to season three. That sounds like I think the I'll watch Luke Cage and then season two of Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah. That's why we love you. That brings funny us shit. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then uh, I think it's worth a quick mention that uh, – my two favorite movies of the last year won awards, and that is Get Out and The Shape of Water, a.k.a. Fish Porn Movie. Yes. Yay, both well-deserved. Yeah, dude, both phenomenal movies. Um, I think I'm going to probably buy it digitally through Cox so Shayla can see it. Maybe I'll just rent it through Cox, but yeah, she hadn't watched it. And it's funny because she saw the preview for it, and she's like, that's why you wanted to see it. And I'm like, what? She's like, Michael Shannon's in it. And I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> creep. Creeped in all creeps, man. Apparently, like, um, everybody was, you know, in their fucking best suit and tie and gown for the Oscars. And he watched it in, like, a dive bar in fucking Chicago. 
Yeah, sounds like some. You like hear that creep, story? Like he just sit there and drink a beer, nursed a beer through the whole fucking show, and he's watching the TV, and the TV is on fucking mute the whole time. God, yeah, he's so fucking like creepy. That. He's so fucking cool. You're so <laughs> cool, Bruce, dude. Yeah, he'll be he'll well, be good in Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be in Fahrenheit, uh, four fifty one, opposite of Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty fucking great. Oh, I kind of yeah. wish that was gonna be a mini series, but I'll take what I can get. That's a yeah. great book. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, well, I say we plug stuff and hit the old dusty trail, and then uh, we'll bring back the heat next episode. I think so. Steve, what do you want to plug? Uh, you can check out my podcast. We uh, are called O Indeed, O H H H H, Indeed, and uh, yeah, we just released our newest episode, episode forty, and Damn. catching up. Yeah. Well, no, that's <laughs> from way back when. So. Ah. Have like five years on this feed, <laughs> so um, yeah, check us on there. We do video games, talk about just everything and anything. So our last episode was like an hour and ten minutes, real easy to get through, real action packed. So enjoy it. Nice, hell oh, yeah, man. Presto, what do you got, man? Um, I, I don't have any podcast to plug, but I forgot that uh, one of our listeners gave us an update from uh, going back and catching up on our episodes. And uh, if we don't get to it tonight, next episode, I'll uh, read his uh, thoughts on the flat earth and, uh, you know, killing Hitler time travel. Oh, nice. Cool. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, uh, I tell you what, we'll start the show next time with that before the news. Yeah. We'll uh, get to that. Yeah. I like that. I dig that man. Getting some, some feedback. Um, I got some good feedback as well from a listener um, commending Steve. He, uh, Steven's getting some love. People are appreciating him on the show. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're appreciative as well of getting that, that third seat filled. So kind of rounds out this triangle. Yeah. Well, um, cool to see. as always, check what I said. That was cool to see and appreciate it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Most definitely. Um, and I want to give a quick shout out. We got a listener, uh, Isaac, just finished running a marathon. Fucking beast. I can't even imagine running that far for that long. And uh, he and his wife just finished their first marathon. And I commend you, sir, because I'm pretty sure it would kill me to run that far. I've seen Sean's marathon skills. They're pretty shit. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, I told him I'm I'm a lot like Gimli, good at uh, short distances and heavy objects. (laughs) (laughs) Preston and I's running style is more or less running about an eighth of a mile and then Normally jumping over fire or crawling through ice or maybe Eric and I throwing him over an eight-foot log. Yeah, <laughs> a slippery log that's like seven feet up in the air. Yeah, it's what we do. Yeah. It's, it's what we do. Uh, I, know, well, I, know, guys, I know a news thing that you didn't talk about. Talk about it, fuck. Why not? Dude, you just got a new item tonight. What did you get? Ah, uh, what did I get? Oh, a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Now yeah, what, that's now what, what else happened today on the day that you finally decided to get the great Nintendo console? <laughs> yeah, they finally announced that the, the Crash Bandicoot Twin Sanity uh, trilogy is going cross-platform. It'll be on the uh, Switch and also the Xbox One yeah. for those video gamers. Whoop, whoop. Yep, can't wait to play it. Hopefully nostalgia doesn't kill it. I don't fear that it will. I don't think it does. I think, uh, that, I think that if you played that game, you have a pretty well idea of how it handles and controls yeah, you know exactly what you got yourself into. Exactly. Yep, there you go. I think I'm getting ready to get a uh, half-sleeve tattoo 
And it's going to be like a the video games that kind of shaped me themed. And I'm going to make sure it'll crash oh and probably uh, – Rocky Road. <laughs> you better fucking believe it, dude. Uh, probably uh, – is Aku Aku or Uku – Aku Aku is the good uh, uh, idol, yeah. tiki idol that, that was with him. I'll probably put that on there and some other shit. So, yeah, there you go. Are you going to have a Castlevania on there? i got to figure out how because, I, I mean, Belmont's not very uh, – Recognize what <laughs> we'll talk more about this off the episode. But, uh, yeah, check out um, our other show in our podcast family. The the first show, Pixelated Sausage. That is Mark's show. He does by himself, and it's about all sorts of great things: books, movies, uh, animes, video games, everything that he does and loves, art, everything else. Check it out. And as well as that, check out Sports Car Unleashed, my favorite NASCAR. Sports car based podcast I've never listened to. Please check that one out too if you enjoy cars that go fast. And also, you got a beard. I got a beard. Preston's got a beard. Steve's got a beard. Mm-hmm. Rob had a beard. Rob still has a beard. If you've got He's one. He's got peach fuzz. <laughs> if you've got a beard, please show it some love and check out bigdomsbeardbomb.com. Use the promo code PXLPARA and get 20% off your entire order. One hell of a deal for one hell of a great product. Check them out. And other than that, guys, um, sorry about this much ado about nothing episode. Uh, it had a little bit of a little bit of zing to it, but we will be hitting you guys in two weeks with cattle mutilations, underground tunnels, alien sightings, UFO sightings, Bigfoot sightings, and also a couple listener stories that I forgot to get to a few episodes ago. So we'll, uh, that'll be very much uh, UFO based as well. So that'll fit right in. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And why you can't go back in time and kill Hitler. Yeah, we'll have some updates from listeners and some other great stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks so much, guys. Uh, we will catch you next time around. The cast that Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. You have two ways. One, email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, we have that set up too. Dial us at 707-523-4263. Again, that's 707-523-4263. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.